funny guy, Sully. I like you. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Oh, it's it's something. It is morning. <laughs> <laughs> what did you have a late night? Or? Uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. So I've been uh, picking up the video games, and I, I finished. Uh, oh, finished. Uh, oh god, blah, 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 uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. So the damn like 2016. Um, this one was all the way in the future into space. Um, cribbed all kinds of shit. There were like almost per shot copies from aliens. There was no aliens, but like they had drop ships. So there was a very very reminiscent scene from there. Um, it had a it had a whole. I don't. I mean, I don't know when the Expanse books came out, but like part of the storyline was a battle between Mars and Earth, and the Martians were coming to Earth to take. Uh, well, they so like the. It, I probably should have paid attention or maybe read some stuff earlier. But what it looked like basically was that the Mars was I don't know whatever. They had a giant military and they were the settlement defense front or something, and they were pissed off yeah. and they were taking back everything. They snuck onto Earth and sabotaged the anti-space guns so then they attacked earth and blah 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 so you have to dude fight that's in space. almost verbatim yeah <laughs> you, you gotta fight in space and you go to mars for the final battle um and it's like i feel bad because this, they're really trying to add some weight to the story like there was yeah you, know, like you're, you got a ship there's like a whole big like, cut scene between all the missions you can kind of choose some of the missions where you go and like all the characters are talking like it's kind of kind of had a uh bethesda fallout whatever kind of feel to it you know, it was a whole, nice. not not as interactive, but you know they're trying, and like the whole game, like is building up to this real weight about you know choices you make and war, and you know the sacrifices you have to make or choose to make, and all this other stuff. And and I feel bad for it because since it's a Call of Duty game, you're just shooting crap and blowing stuff up, right? <laughs> well, and sometimes that's all you want, right? Yeah, like... and, and and I feel like they, you know, they're really striving for something to say something, and I think it probably just got lost in the shuffle. Uh, there's like all kinds of robots and very very obvious. Uh, Metal Gear inspired mechs and you know was, but I mean it was it was a cool game there are lots of different things you could do like there was a like you could hack the enemy robots and take them over and have them work for you and you know all kinds of uh, stuff like that and then like ironically the most impressive part of the game was the space battles where you took control of a fighter and oh. it essentially worked like a I don't know like your, your jump and your crouch was vertical up and down and your sticks controlled your, your yaw and your you know rudder and everything and you had like a booster and you had guns and like the only like real addition to make it a little easier is if you got a solid lock onto an enemy your ship would automatically follow and then it was like up to you to either lead with your gun sight you know or you know deploy missiles or flares as incoming missiles were coming in but honestly like that was really good um they gave you some help though because like running into stuff didn't instantly blow you up because i mean it's like there's literally you're you're flying this space fighter through a asteroid belt or debris at one time so i mean it would be really easy because because the perspective is still your field of what is it depth of field or field of view oh so like shit. It's, it's really like chopped down and hard to see stuff but oh, was, i was totally impressed by it and uh i liked it better than uh advanced warfare so well that says so yeah i mean it's it could be worse <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, that's I, I didn't stay up super late, but that's what I was doing. So that sounds way cooler than, than what I stayed up late doing, which uh, was grading papers. <laughs> no, oh. no, I, I did have some drafts coming yesterday, but um, I, I just I didn't do anything except answer some emails. Um, mm. But I stayed up and I've read over the massive darkness story mode rules. And then I tried out story mode with three characters wow. and uh, I played the zero level mission by myself. Uh, and 
And uh, yeah, basically every experience point that you get, you have to get five to get a yeah. real experience point. So oh, yeah. um, I ended mission one with a, still a bunch of good equipment, but um, you know, only one character had had uh, an upgrade um, and just a five pointer. <laughs> That's all. Like, um, and then uh, the the only other difference to story mode is that when you start a level, so you get to bring your equipment with you and you can sell it at the town for other equipment, which is kind of cool. But yeah, but when you start a level, you start at the current level of the party, which is the highest level of any upgrade that you've taken so far. Oh, shit. Yeah. And you can't equip any uh, equipment over that level until you reach the, the room of that level. So here I am. I'm like, dude, I got some level three equipment that I can't use yet. And I've got some sweet level two equipment all my characters to carry in. And then I'm, I'm looking over what I have in, in my inventory at the end of the game. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have one level one uh, like <laughs> weapon. What the fuck was I thinking? Like, well, that, um, explains, that explains <laughs> why there's no encumbrance in the game. Yeah. Well, but they only let you bring six pieces of equipment back to town and then six out or something like that. So, yeah, no, so there actually that's... there is in story mode, <laughs> but they let you buy the starting equipment back at, at oh, town if, if, if you need to. Um, but if you that fuck sounds... up like me, so yeah, that sounds a little, little broken or something. That's well, that's I think weird. you need to like until you're out of level one, you need to make sure you always have like, a couple pieces of level one equipment. So, all my sweet level two chainmail that I picked up for my three characters. Oh no, <laughs> screwed. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, so if we ever try that, um, hmm. I now have. I, I like playing. It was fun. It took a, a little bit longer because you're not. You don't power up super fast <laughs> yeah, or at all. Sounds, hardly sounds a little more grindy. <laughs> it is. It is. And then yeah, apparently you need to hold on to that that good level one equipment as well as you know upgraded equipment. Um, wow. And as soon, as soon as you get into a level two room, you can put on your level two equipment, but that costs a movement Action. point. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> it's a little more like D and D that way because you you can't like you can't just be like crazy. I put on my chainmail like that we just yeah. found in the middle of a combat. You're like, no, you don't. Like, oh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, shit. So Ain't that a bitch. <laughs> so yeah, you're way cooler. I need I need to get a gaming PC here so I can play some cool games. I wouldn't say that. I just <laughs> I realized that it sat for however many years I had the game and I never actually played the campaign so <laughs> it sounds really cool like I'm, I, mean, was, I mean don't get me wrong it's it's just Call of Duty there's you're not I mean it's not there's it's not reinventing the wheel no certainly. no but you know it was it was more entertaining than some of the other ones and then I don't know where the series went after that I, I'm assuming they just went backwards to World War Two or World War One or something again so as, well, as the case seems to be they just cycle the, the latest ones what Cold War mm-hmm. is about to come out or uh, yeah but I'm excited and, about that because I love the first one so yeah first Black Ops yeah, and what is this, Black Ops 3? Uh, actually, I think this is technically the fifth one. Fifth one, damn. Yeah, because they, they kept on going to the future. Ah. Because Black Ops was in, you know, 60s into 70s, you know, uh, you know, like Vietnam and all that. And then mm. you went into the, I think the next one was like shortly, or I don't know, you know, it's like supposed to be like 20 or 30 years past whatever present time was, I think it was, because there was like some futuristic type stuff. And um, like, I think you were supposed to be the kid of the character from Black Ops, I can't remember. And then, oh damn! I think the third one was like farther into the future, and I don't even know what the hell the fourth one was. Honestly, 
I'm that far behind. I remember two, but I don't remember. But but much like <laughs> but much like Call of Duty, I mean, you're just you're just like cycling the same like you know x amount of years, you know, it's century right. or so. And yeah, I, actually, I don't even have a clue what the date was. Uh, so that that was the other interesting thing about <laughs> Infinite Warfare is they had faster than light travel, but they didn't really bother talking about it. <laughs> they just did it. <laughs> it was, there, was like no, there was there was like no exposition about it. it was like oh yeah, we're just gonna jump. And I'm like I'm sitting here I'm like so you have the ability to travel faster than the speed of light to move in, almost instantaneously across vast distances in space mm-hmm. and you're literally dicking around with Mars and Earth between That's Mars it. and Earth. Yeah. It was like crazy. <laughs> well, but it was neat. It was neat because like when, <laughs> when they when they like lined up the jump, it was kind of cool because they, they showed like this three-dimensional space map of the jump and it showed like, you know, like danger zones where, you, you know, it shows like the path of the ship and then there were like little offshoots that were like, you know, flashing because the idea was that you know you you your I don't I'm, well, I don't know how they never said how their jump system worked but I guess the idea yeah. was you know because it was all the possibilities of where you could go it was like you had to plot where you were going to go and not going to go it kind of reminded me of um well it was the whole thing with Dune right the way yeah, they travel so. yeah. you, you had to look at all the possible possibilities of traveling through space to know which one to take or not take to get where you really needed to go and that was what the spice did so it, they you know, obviously it cribbed from that too because you're and like every jump had like a you know they talk about like an error or factor or like how close you got but the other wild thing was is that I'll, I guess kind of like a, a nod to current Star Wars which is weird because it happened before the current Star Wars right yeah you could drop in from this you know faster than life rather than faster than light space onto like atmosphere on a planet so if you were oh. good if you were good you could essentially pop out right over a city and start attacking God so and that would be so nuts to actually calculate right well, because I you're mean, all these AUs away and then it's like a Amount of, of error, like it's a, it does the other question of is so you're you're a spacecraft, a, a yeah. giant you know battleship or whatever in space, which is X amount of tons, and then you're just going to basically appear right on a gravity source, right, right on a gravity well, yeah. And, and, and there's then, no there's no like <laughs> you know it's like oh yeah the spaceship does it, but then again at the same time the fighters can go into atmosphere and then have you know super boosters to take off like a rocket ship, and I mean you know, obviously it's which all which doesn't make a lot of sense, yeah, and, right, yeah. but it's, yeah. it's neat because like I almost give them credit for just being like fuck it we're gonna do it because like usually <laughs> you know what I mean like they're like we're not even gonna bother explaining how this fucking works we're just bam yeah it's over yeah so that's cool I'll, I'll give them, you know they're just like yeah it works so it's x amount but, of time in the future and fuck it that that's one of my complaints about the new Star Wars is that I felt like the the old Star Wars was it was never as high sci-fi as like uh, Star Trek but right. it, it had enough that I was like oh okay you know because you always you always jumped away from gravity wells and that's why like the star destroyers would have to slowly move in towards the planet to attack and uh and so I, star wars I always like that but yeah, but I mean, they never definitely... went deep into it but but yeah. that was kind of the online that was the scientific explanation for why they did that in the movies and then that got baked into a bunch of their video games and then what the the latest star wars yeah they had a jump where they jumped straight into the planet's gravity well and you went um uh what like i mean and, and i mean i don't i don't compliment george lucas very often but i give him credit for being smart enough to set his fantasy 
Space Knight thing so far into the future, everything was old again. Yeah, yeah, that was you know? cool. That's cool. So it's well, like, that's yeah, something... can, we're going to do we're going to do all this stuff because it's technically so long ago, but so many, you know, so much time had passed yeah. that everything is ancient. And then that's what the movies really do, right? They just like ram that home is that this shit has yeah. been going on for millennia. Right. I, I do dig that. And that's something that uh, that I like about the 40K setting is that one of their, the things that inspired them was Star Wars. So their, you know, their world is set millennia in, in the future. Like, like mankind's been in space for like 20,000 years and we've had a huge rise and uh, explored all these planets and then something horrible happened and we fucking lost touch with everybody and and now we're, we don't even remember how to make all the technology that, that we're using currently to travel around. <laughs> like it's, and, it's and because and because we're dark. human, there's only one thing to do, which is kill each other. Yeah, kill, right? Like <laughs> that's some that's some uh, shit fucking evolution right there. Well, you have to fight over the last of this great equipment, uh, uh-huh. Jason, that we don't know how to make anymore. Like, yeah, boy. But I, I like that. Set in the future, but everything's kind of falling apart and, and archaic and weird. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's see. Yeah. Um. Hey, your mic sounds really good this morning, dude. Did you get a new mic or did you upgrade? No, I'm, I'm no? using my using my wired one. Yeah. Last week I did the uh, which is my um, uh, fucking earbuds with a mic. Oh, so. well, that those earbuds didn't sound pretty good for earbuds. Uh, um, I haven't tried mine because they're probably horrible. Um, yeah, I, I tend <laughs> I tend not to because uh, I I don't know I don't I don't feel Bluetooth audio does audio any justice, but I could be wrong. I mean, it, it tries, but yeah, <laughs> I I don't think no, I it. It's nearly as good. <laughs> I sound like an audio snob, but anyways. Uh, well, I mean, you kind of got to be when you're when you're mixing a, a podcast. You kind of have to be a yeah, semi-audio no, there's, there's snob, no, right? No, no, no. There's, there's zero professionalism here. Zero. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you should sit and watch a movie with me today after all the all the video editing work I do. Now I'll be like, oh my God, Megan, that special effect, that probably took like 50 guys a week to just do like the first two seconds of that of that shot. And, and she's like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> well, I, all you really, all you really need to do is roll the credits on Endgame. Yeah, right. Yeah, no like doubt. The, the, all the, cast, the special effects studios, like the multiple cast, studios. Like the, the cast list is like fifty-seven people, and then there's like two thousand people for the rest of the movie, and nobody right, knows right. who they are. <laughs> but without them, you yeah. wouldn't have got all the cool effects. And by the way, by cool effects, we mean the way fucking Thanos's face looks. Like every fucking thing in that goddamn movie yeah. is a special effect from like Spider-Man's face. Some poor, some poor. <laughs> did the grass right because it was was shot on on a green screen it it was on screen for a fraction of a second and then it was burned up by an explosion but some guy (laughs) two weeks of his life to make that grass look that damn good no doubt dude no doubt Um, before we move on though i want to say one thing that's really wild have you ever watched any of the mar have you gone back and started re-watching the marvel movies yet no, not really, I guess. Okay, so if you ever get the chance, because you're bored and, you know, want to throw away time, it's, <laughs> <Regularly>. wild. <laughs> it, it's wild to see just how crazy the effects have gotten, how much, like, they've advanced. Like, the first Iron Man still looks pretty good. Um, it looks a lot more obvious that it's yeah. a fact now, which is, it's always wild how that, that is, how that is that way, which is yeah. one of the reasons I've always liked practical effects, but... Um, yeah, it seems like they hold up better, right? Because yeah, because they're they, real they life. Look, like, they look, they, they t- it's, it's weird, they look like 
like whatever the movie is. So like an old movie with like like John Carpenter's The Thing, right? Mm-hmm. The first one is all practicals, and then like in the prequel, they did some digital, and you can you know you can really tell when when those pop up or not. But the, then the practical right. ones still look good, and both those movies are older, and the film yeah. footage looks older. But you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. But like watching well, like well, the matches, first, you know, yeah. right? That, that's what first it is. Avengers, yeah. First Avengers movie to Endgame. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but it's stupid to say that because when you first saw it, you're like, holy crap, this is like some of the best looking special effects ever. Well, yeah, back then it was. <laughs> and like Star Wars, Star Wars is like the Star Wars is a good one to look at, too. Like how they are now versus the, the prequels. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's pretty wild how like jarring some of that is. But well, I guess or the, the crazy practical effects that they had to do back in, in the originals, uh, yeah. you know, where, where they would literally have little models that they'd fly around a, a set, you know, and yeah. then and then they just cut it out uh, sometimes manually um, and then you'd have a there be if you go back and watch true original Star Wars stuff in like the scene on Hoth where the the speeders are like flying around finding the ATSTs and shit, you can see in inside the cockpits you can see the little edge work around the windows because they manually fucking cut that shit out, dude. Like mm-hmm. it's it's insane. Um, and of course since then Lucas went back and he digitally remastered it, he took all that shit out and um, and spent special effects to make it even better. And but but back then that was so impressive and so much work that, that they did practically <laughs> yeah. to pull that shit off. Um, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't hold up because later you're like, I see the lines, like I see the edge lines. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fun. But yeah, so I get I guess you're right that if if it matches the rest of the film, your mind buys into it more permanently. I think so. And so what what is the current Marvel movies do as you point out? It's almost everything screen screen. So unless <laughs> unless it's well, an and, actor, <laughs> and then that that might be the that might be the key in the future, right? If it's all digital then it all going to have yeah <laughs> Yeah, but the, but the ones that still had the mix, it's it's weird how like the farther along in time, and I guess because everything else gets better, then you can go back and go like, ugh, that's now it's starting to stick out. But yeah, oh yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and t- I mean today they they can do a digital face and and do some really amazing things with it and and give it a lot of expression and make it look really real. Um, but you know, back back in the day, like this, we're heading into the holiday season here. Get ready, Polar Express is going to be on like crazy, and, and that uncanny valley is going to be hit every time you look. Tom Hanks in that film where you're like oh not quite human <laughs> you know I, I don't know though maybe maybe it won't look as good now a couple years more down the line maybe it'll look more obvious than ever before I and mean, it was just a creepy fucking movie to begin with but it was fucking weird <laughs> I mean it, it seems like it seems like one of those you know old world things of you know oh yeah you need to be careful you know keep your children safe at home because there's a train that comes in the middle of the night and takes your children you know what I mean like if you, right, if you think about right. that concept there's a dude <laughs> with a train like the pied fucking piper right. stealing your children in the night <laughs> right and and if you, if your kids don't believe and you think you're protecting them from it guess what it takes a couple non-believers every year too like mm-hmm. you're like what <laughs> like what the fuck and then like well, what, one of the guys is a hobo like, Express. <laughs> right it's fucking creepy but but like you said that that used to be the way you did fairy tales for kids it was you know Hansel and Gretel don't fucking wander off into the war- forest alone and by the way your stepmom hates you because she's eating all the food and you get to fucking starve which is why you're wandering so, off into the forest alone looking for food um great great german that's folklore a, right that's, <laughs> a, that's like that's like somebody had some serious fucking mom issues right because like a lot of them a lot of those are like evil the 
evil stepmother. Like, seriously, right? somebody has oh, some yeah. fucking issues. <laughs> Big time. I think that the patriarchy may, may still be around today, but I think back then it was really strong because it was rarely dear old dad was <laughs> fudging over real hard. It, it was always the stepmother. The evil stepmother. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, if, dad, if dad screwed somebody, up and said he fell in love with the wrong woman somebody, after your mother somebody, passed. Yeah, somebody, had a, somebody had a real, real winner for us. A... <laughs> Oh shit. Yeah. It's funny too, because that actually follows through to modern culture and, you know, our fiction because that's it's always one of those things is where the the movie has the, you know, the parent that loses their, you know, wife or husband or whatever, and then like the kid spends time fighting the new one and you're oh, replacing yeah. you're replacing mom or dad. No, I'm not. I did it. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh yeah. <laughs> which it's I'm assuming it's a real thing. I don't I don't know though. I've never actually met anybody that had step parents that had like that kind of vehement reaction or you know yeah. I, mean, I guess they didn't like them or liked them but it was never like over the I don't know maybe that fiction did its job <laughs> I mean I, I think it's a, a semi-realistic thing especially if you're young like I can yeah. remember my, my sister really struggling with, with my stepmother uh, but as someone who was I think I'm seven years older than my sister I was kind of like whoop whoopity like yeah she's you a little more strict than mom like get over it <laughs> like heartless <laughs> bastard well it's just and you're gonna have to live with this shit <laughs> like you better better just put up with it and it's i think it's a little bit easier too when, when you can see the light at the end of the tunnel and you're yeah. like oh yeah four more years of this shit <laughs> but, yeah that's true um but I, you know i i was quite a bit older but i i definitely saw that that point from from my sister to uh to my step uh you know step mom but today of course they're they're very close you know so i think that's also just the your typical rebelling against um one of your parents so, so, so you're saying she wasn't cast into a flaming batch of thorns or anything like that? It was really weird. She didn't cut mm. off any body parts. Uh, you know, didn't do a good job there. Really did not nail the the authenticity <laughs> of the experience. <laughs> uh, but maybe it was like that back then, Jason. In the, in the 12th That's century, true. it was... Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, fuck. So that was a hell of a preamble. Um, yeah, what do you know? <laughs> um, well, I've got, I've got a little cold brew side because I've started to just have that that be my jam but um i actually went out this weekend with with the kid and, and i got i got some beer samplers which i've been crushing Ooh. but um but i also got Hachi-machi. a couple different things of coffee to try out now we didn't go to any any local places like you um but um but i'm hoping that that's that's on the agenda down the road because uh, because i love that and um i know there's a couple local places about 30 minutes away that that, that brew their own and roast their own and all that stuff but this is just a target brand i'm pretty sure good and gather peppermint stick ground coffee it's a light roast sweet and refreshing with hints of peppermint candy kind of getting into the holiday season a little early here i'm i'm a uh, sucker for like a peppermint mocha uh, creamer and so i thought i'd try this out now of course i couldn't find any peppermint mocha creamer um but <laughs> You're a little early. You're a little early on the season there. I think. Right, right. I think I, my wife actually had one, uh, but you know, we only drank the sugar-free shit. So, but she found one a couple weeks ago, and I, but of course, I crushed that already. Um, but I'm drinking it with a little bit of French vanilla, and it definitely has. I mean, you can smell the peppermint. So, if you're into uh, uh, kind of pepperminty flavored uh, coffee, definitely check that one out. Good and gather peppermint stick flavored. And I know it's always a risk, you know, whenever you go with these flavored coffees. Uh, but th- this one's not not too strong, but 
but it has that hint to it. So I'm, I've kind of got a vanilla minty uh, coffee this morning. Not, not, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, what about you, Jason? What kind of coffee are you having this, this morning? Well, I got a blueberry crumble um, described as a heavenly combination of coffee plus the sweetness and delightful aroma of blueberries. And it really does smell like blueberries. Like I cut the bag open. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> How do they do that? Like, is it just infused? Do they just lay it in a room with it for a long time? I don't, or? I don't I, I'm not sure how they do it with coffee. Um, you know, smells are chemicals, right? So if you got the right chemical combo. Um, but it does actually smell a lot like blueberry, and it does taste a lot like blueberry, and that really isn't as awful as you might think it is. <laughs> but I don't, what I don't get is the, the crumble part. There's no, like, I don't know, like, crumb, like, crumbles are, like, blueberry crumble, like apple crumble, right? Like, you have, like, the, the fruit, whatever, and then it's basically sugar and butter right. crumbled yeah. on top and baked out. And I'm going to get the blueberry, but I'm not so sure about the sweetness. But it's actually pretty good. I, I like it. It's got some it's got some body to it. It's decent. Pretty decent. Excellent, man. But you yeah. don't like blueberries. Well, yeah, I bet. Cannot, you cannot get away from that, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's cra- crazy the flavors they put into this stuff. Um, that's fun. That's awesome. Is that one of your one of your locals again? Oh, no, this is one of the – this is a steep and brew. A steep and brew. Still getting it done. Doubt. Yeah, my sampler packs. Nice, they dude. You fucking sponsor. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> I, need, I need to get some of that stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it just comes in kind of li- little uh, little packs, yeah. just little samplers. That's so, great. Uh, 1.75 ounces. And they're usually oh. like uh, three for $2, something like that. Oh, that's awesome. That's good. Yeah. Probably just enough to, to try that one yep. and have a, have a nice French press of it and then uh, move on to something else. That's fun. Yeah, and whatever I don't use just gets dumped into my main. I got one of these. Uh, it's a vacuum seal for coffee grounds. And there's what? like a little, it's a vent on top. Yeah, you, so like a plastic cylinder, you tromp it together, um, and it uses like a little blow-off valve. And then once you smush it together because it fits so tight, it vacuums, makes a vacuum. <laughs> and then you know, I press the little button to open it back up again. Uh, it's I think it's Italian. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think I got that from maybe Amazon. I don't remember. Nice, I'd dude. Have to, I'd have to check that out. But uh, so you dump um, the excess in there, and then you have a mix of fucking crazy just, coffee flavor. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a hodgepodge of ends of this and ends of that. And other uh, stuff, and that, yeah, that's it's fun too. <laughs> uh, but that so so this leads me um t- towards maybe a jumping off point for for this big one year anniversary show. Um, is that uh, you know w- when we first started it off, it was largely all about uh you know reviewing beer. Um, in in every episode oh. having a beer, and now uh a lot of our episodes we're having coffee, and it's we're we're recording in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely uh, an obvious um change where we're. <laughs> just you know more or less yeah yeah the, it's funny i think back to those first episodes that were like six and a half hours long where we were using <laughs> we were using the app the anchor app and it was like every two hours it would time out and be like oh man that's two hours we better stop talking and then we'd go on for like another two hours like oh shit it's like four in the morning oh yeah, yeah we gotta wrap this up and it's like oh shit it's the morning and it's light outside and i'm drunk and i'm having trouble not slurring uh, right. we have to work later like yeah <laughs> no yeah yeah, I but wonder all good, if that's all good things. All good things. <laughs> Obviously, those were our best 
cast. I mean, the, the, uh, the originals. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there, was of, there was a lot of time to try and get something coherent out of that. Um, I, I, I bet. I bet the editing was a blast. Yeah. yeah so, so I will say, I think one of the differences, or I think, I think that had to happen for us to get to where we are now. Um, oh yeah. Because like you know, life's a real motherfucker, and you know, you and I, we had, we you know, developed our friendship, and then you know, life did its spiel to both of us, and then you know, you you come back again, and like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's you. We almost had to do all that time talking to you know develop our friendship into where we are now to be able to talk the way we do and oh, yeah. get where we're getting every time we do one of these because you know it's just there's like so much sort of like lore and you know subject matter and everything that we had to just stumble through to figure out what we were, were going to talk about and how to talk about it right because I mean right. those first ones were just free form fuckery and you know they <laughs> literally literally drunken bullshit conversations that you've had your entire life but put to tape more yeah. or less oh yeah I think so or or like conversations we would have playing Call of Duty but between the match like yeah. um, and then you, you stay up till 3am because why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you and you drink a bunch of beer the whole time um, but but yeah and I think that's kind of like how it is whenever you create most things you know you do kind of free riding or you just you just start writing random stuff and and boy those first 20-30 pages are just shit and you're going to have an editor come in and be like this is great um, you need this because you need to know who your characters are, right? Yeah. You know the history of these characters, but now you're not going to fucking tell anybody that. Just dive right in, cut all that shit, and start over. Like, it's, and I, I think that's probably, we could probably say that about uh, some of our early episodes, and and again, I think oh, sure. with with most things, I'm, I'm sure you go back and listen to, to Rogan's first 10 episodes or 15 episodes, you're going to see you know some similar um, stuff there. I've listened to a lot of podcasts that, that they do kind of, uh, they're on their fifth year or whatever and they're like oh god do you remember that first those first uh, few months and oh we didn't even have the right mics and it was the audio quality was horrible and why would anyone even listen to us and, and I'm like yeah that, that's just the growing pains of it all you know and, and, and you get yeah. a little bit better uh, just from doing it and then you get a little bit better from equipment and like you said we shifted from <laughs> using Anchor only to do stuff uh, you know to, to actually um, I, well I don't know what what are you mixing on these days what, what are you using now uh, well Discord's kind of well, we I think we settled on Discord oh, because yeah. Discord's great. You had the it, it splits the audio tracks, which was easier than what I was doing using an audio editor to split what uh, Anchor was giving us or not, and just sort of brutally chopping the shit out of it. Now I can, you know, I I you know I push the audio from center, so what you know when we're talking, it sort of you know breaks it up a little bit, so it's not just slamming you in the face. So like, <laughs> you know, there's a you know one of us is kicked a little to the left, the other one's kicked a little to the right, you know, nice. so we you a little separation. And then you know, a lot of the like gain and volume leveling and everything else is comes into play because then everything's you know pushed apart. So it's it's easier to get at it and yeah, it's it makes it a little smoother for sure. Just wor- uh, workflow, I guess, probably the best way to look at it. And that's just oh yeah, I use just some cheese dick wave editor because it was it's simpler and I mean it's rough. There's nothing super fancy about it, but it, it, the big thing is is that it's it's more about the waveform than it is about all the bells and whistles. Like yeah. it's not it's not forcing you to you know use the like i looked at garage band and you know i've got some other audio software and it's just it's overkill it really yeah. is oh yeah you know we're this this isn't like the i mean the audio quality is i think really good coming out of discord but we're not recording you know this isn't a mic'd up music right. session so. it's not studio yeah yeah, yeah, yeah this we, is, we, this is voice over. yeah yeah oh yeah and like i've played around with uh what is it adobe sound booth and you can do a lot of really neat stuff in it but there's a lot of shit in 
shit that I'm like, I don't even know how to do this. And, and like you said before, you'd almost have to be an audio snob to be like, to, to appreciate it. And, um, and if I was doing like some really impressive stuff for, for musicians, oh yeah, I mean, sure. Like, like you said, GarageBand, that totally makes sense. But, but yeah, for a podcast, you need to put in some cuts and that's about it, right? <laughs> like, yeah, just even, even the levels out. And, you know, that's what I usually do is I pump up the gain on everything to sort of fill in the sound channel. And then I just hack everything down with a limiter and then that's the that's the sound, you know. Make everything louder and then just cut the tops and bottoms off when you, you know, sit, you know, keep it from blowing out the levels and it tends to sound pretty good when I go back and listen to it. And then as of recently, I've been using the automatic silence trimmer to pull a lot of the, you know, the natural ums and mm and, and you little know little, bit, oh, little, yeah. little deads out so it flows a little quicker and then I'm cranking the speed up by ten percent. So <laughs> and, and the the reason I do that is like I started listening to podcasts at one and a quarter speed. Um, yeah. Because like that's the thing about natural speech is there's a lot of slow pauses. And it's funny, like when you're a kid and you're, you first start speaking, you go as fast as you can. And everyone tells you always slow down, slow down, slow down. I think as you get older, <laughs> you really do just start talking slower. Like, oh, yeah. It's blatantly obvious. Like, like I've been listening to podcasts sped up so long that now when I don't, I'm like, wow, it, it takes a long time for somebody <laughs> to get through talking. Because yeah. the thing is, you're, you, you know, you're always talking and thinking about what you're saying before you're actually saying it, even if you don't consciously know you're doing that. That's really what you're doing. So it's like you can, it really does like, uh, it, it comes out. It, you never, like, I think as you get older, you never sound, you never really are talking as fast as you think you're talking in your head. But when you're yeah. a kid, I think you think you're talking slower, but you're just, you know, going 6,000 miles an hour. So it's, it's, it's kind of weird. But so some of the, some a little cleanup here or there and, you know, it tends to sound good enough and gets it done. So... <laughs> Well, yeah. So, so I think we've gotten through some of those growing pains. Le- learning how to do a little back and forth uh, show notes. You do a great job on the show notes, man. Um, well, so that, that's having the, that's an outline, the right? Uh, yeah, because we used to be like, uh, we're going to cover like nine things, and then it was six and a half hours later, and we only covered two. Right, right. Um, <laughs> and that's, or, that's hard. or like we're, we're going to do a Christmas episode, like, but but we don't really have any idea what that means. Like, right. like it, uh... well, and I will say, I, I, I coming into a year's worth of doing this and by year's worth we mean averaging one a week which which was really, great I yeah, think that's which, impressive uh <laughs> which really just means the last three months we've been doing a shit ton of them in a row to get our even but you know, well a, yeah occasionally we do one on the weekend <laughs> occasionally we do one on, you know during yeah. the weekday in the morning and um i don't think there's anything wrong with that if anything no. i'm even more impressed with us for doing it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's a that's a that's a whole you know separate thing too is you know having figuring out a time to actually spend the time doing it is a been a challenge too because there's always stuff going on. Um, yeah, where was I going with what I was talking about here? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, then we uh, ru- we rushed to get caught up. Oh no, you got it. Uh, shit balls. Uh, oh, uh, content, I guess. Oh, yeah, there we go. That's where I was going. So I will say the true irony is that we started off as this is supposed to be two dads <laughs> talking about stuff and. We we fucking yeah. just didn't do that. But now at the end of a whole year, I, I feel like we're actually coming into that too, where we're, we're doing more, more stuff about our actual lives and things that are yeah. relevant to being what we are, as opposed to we're just, you know, trying to solve all the world's problems while we're, you know, sitting side by side in a bathroom stall type of, <laughs> type of you know, just crazy conversation. So that's yeah. different. I, I, I'm, um, I don't know. 
after I'm, doing it for a year, it, it doesn't feel like that, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So I, I think that's neat. That's I guess that's good, right? It's isn't <laughs> stale or boring, even though. And, you know, that's the other thing too is, man, we have changed a lot of how we're doing our and how we're doing it and what we're doing with it too. So I mean, that's we had like I, I think we've had like four or five different format changes of what we were going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We used to have kind of like uh, we had great canned sort of titles for for kind of each yeah, category. There were some themes for a while. Yeah, uh, which were those were fun, but then it's like you said, sometimes it ends up with there's a lot of stuff for us to cover in a single episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. And now we've sort of been working ahead, but that's okay too. Yeah. Well, and as long as we can still stay semi relevant with what's going on at the time. And, uh, but you know, every once in a while we come back and do kind of, um, just a straight, here's the latest news sort of thing and and commentaries about things like that, which I think that's great too. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I I know one of the things that, that you were talking about is at the end of the year, kind of look at what episodes got good play and then try to figure out what, what does the audience want? And then what do we want? Um, Oh yeah. And uh, so I'm looking wow. forward to your full analysis with the spreadsheet oh. and oh, a no, PowerPoint. No, we're, we're not we're not doing that. We're gonna do it right now. <laughs> oh shit! We're gonna do so, it live right now. <laughs> we're gonna do live live recap. Oh so. fuck. <laughs> Because we've done uh, everything from literary analysis to like fucking mm-hmm. around about holidays with mm-hmm. family. Like, um, okay, so the A number one most played episode as is, of the one year mark. As, yeah. of, as of the one year mark is episode thirty six entitled "The American Presidency: Actors, Casino Owners, and Rappers Only." I, I, I blame and your great in, titling for that. That one. was an hour. That was an hour and fourteen minutes and forty five seconds. So that got a lot of play. Let's see. Second. So short, short and sweet. I mean, yeah. maybe that maybe yeah. it's a lesson. Um, second most play. And that was a great title. You come up with some excellent, like, clickbaity titles that, that oh, would yeah. make me as a listener go, well, I got to listen to this one. Like, Oh, no. And, and that is true because the second one is, uh, I just lost that son of a bitch. Good old Number anchor. 17, Amazon's Nazism and how a certain current world pandemic is affecting us. That is number uh, two. <laughs> Maybe when we first get into to, uh, COVID. And that's been a huge shift for yeah. everybody. And, and then, uh, hey, hey, you know what? Our, our next played one is the trailer. The trailer is <laughs> the bitch. Which is, trailer? which is a minute and four and consists of uh, you peeing for most of it. <laughs> yeah, because uh, mute buttons. Wouldn't that be uh, nice? Well, that yeah, was back when we were disconnected so often that we didn't want to use a mute button. Yeah, so just, I'd, it, I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to piss real fast, dude. So edit this out. <laughs> Yeah, we got to edit it out. Uh, yeah, now out here, into the trailer. Yeah. Now here's here's another thing. So what we used to do was overtime, which was all the shit that got put on the cutting cutting room floor. Oh yeah, and yeah. to to sort of like here's a good example. Last year in December, there was four fucking hours of dropped talking. Jesus, they got thrown into. Hours. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Damn. <laughs> How's that for some shit? Yeah, that's that's just for other drunk people like us. <laughs> so episode one was two hours and fifty minutes done. Jeez. Episode three was three hours. Oh, see the murder. Here's an hour, hour and a half, hour and a half. But, hour. but did you just start cutting like crazy? <laughs> like, no, I mean, this, this, is, this is like episode nine was only thirty minutes. That might have been. I think that's probably all that got out of that. I mean, <laughs> hour and forty, hour and twenty-two, hour and twelve. Well, there's a fifty-five, hour forty-seven. Then what? Here's 
Yeah. So like, there we go. So once we got into like 15, which I think is when we changed our format, there's an hour 58, hour 59, hour 59, two hours, hour 54, yeah. two and a quarter, two hours, two and a half, three fucking hours. Woo. Right. Well, yeah, some of that's logistical too, right? Cause we were often filming oh. from like nine 30, 10 o'clock at night until Bro. midnight, one in the morning. Right. And then Holy be a, shit. What, I forgot. did we do an epic crazy one? <laughs> in to, in, we were, here's the mid twenties, two hours, three hours, two and a half, two forty eight, two sixteen, three forty four. That was holy that shit. Was edited to that. Oh my god. Damn. Eight people listen to that. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's long. Well, but hey, uh, if you have a long commute, like for for me back in the day, that would be ooh, just a little bit over a day's commute. Yeah. And now we've been pulling into the fifty to hour and a quarter. Yeah. So that's good. So, so what do you think? Is, is should we are we aiming for an hour? It looks like we used to aim for about two. Well, yeah, at no. the beginning, we didn't aim for anything. We were just yeah, like, fuck yeah, it, let's just see what happens. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mistake number one. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, I, I think I think, uh, I think an hour is fine. That compresses down quite a bit. And yeah. uh, I mean, I don't know. It's like, if, if we're going to start making the commitment to do once a week at a minimum, then yeah, I think an hour is more than sufficient. Well, I, I, I'm going to say we pulled that off. Now, yeah. we did have to do uh, a couple months of, of the two episodes-ish every three weeks or something because it, yeah. it wasn't consistent. We took weeks off for, yep. for Halloween and uh, oh yeah there's all kinds of big gaps but uh, but yeah I mean, when, when so, we first started it was pretty random that's for sure yeah I mean sometimes we'd, we'd miss a week just cause and two weeks here's there's a giant ass gap there yeah here you go from the 9th of December to the 23rd of December damn that is a big one mm-hmm. um, well and then I, I had to go on a business trip in February and I think we missed a, a week there um, oh yeah uh, there's, there's big gaps here there I mean that's that happens though oh what yeah yeah, you're going to. Well, again, most shows, they take off a, a month or so every year. So for us to make it to, to 52 in a year is pretty good. And now we can look back on this and say, OK, the first year there were some rocky moments and then there were some great developing moments. And now we've kind of got our I, I think we've got our pace. Um, yeah. Well, there's you know, a lot less editing going on, too. So I'm, that's, that's good. always good. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I think that's pretty amazing where you can, you know, just sit down and have a hour and change talk. And, you know, it's. It's not a train wreck of epic proportions. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. leaving more on the cutting room floor than you're actually using. So, <laughs> well, I, th- I think that was the, the first the first episode. So you, you kind of pitched this idea. I think in it was in yeah. o- October of last year, and I was like, "All right, we've already kind of bantered about maybe doing a podcast, but it, we didn't have a lot of an idea of exactly what what it was going to be." And again, you know, your niche was it's going to be two dads, I guess, talking about being dads today. See, that and was that- what it was supposed to be <laughs> right it's like it became like well oh, what yeah. what encompasses being dads well politics what's on tv video games music and and in some sense it was directly related to to having kids but in other sense not i think some yeah. of that's just that you know your kids are, are older than than my kid you mm. know <laughs> so i don't have a lot of experience with like playing video games with my kid <laughs> <laughs> or dealing with bullies at school, you know. Um, but I mean, that's that's good though. I mean, that's a you have all those stages in life anyway, so it's right. you have all the perspectives, and you know, it's like I, it's really easy for me to like just kind of pick the good parts of all that as what it, for what I want to remember, you know. And plus, since I have three of them, it's like it's not like they've all blended together, but you know, baby time is sort of just some you know specific memories here or there and pictures and things like that, and you know, it's yeah. Like, I mean, I I'm not I don't want to shit on it, but like. Baby time is a lot of like hard nights with little sleep, right? <laughs> 
when they're really little, yeah. yeah. It's, until then, you start getting them to sleep regularly, yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah. I think I think we, as a people, as humans, you know, we our brains are pretty malleable, and you know, they're they're always looking for that shortcut. So over time, you just sort of wipe away a lot of that, and it's just you know, like you know, what is it, rose rose colored memories or rose tinted glasses? You look at the past or whatever it is. So it's oh yeah. Well, know. and they can be adorable. Like we have, I have a ton of adorable moments, uh, you know, with with my kid almost every day, but they're not a lot different from anyone else's <laughs> like you know um, well, they're yours so they're they're mine important. yeah and, and they're great but like it's not it's nothing profound like you know like i'm proud that my kid's using the potty regularly and, and he's doing a really good job with that and but that's you know half hopefully all, all the kids get there right like um, half the uh, battle but yeah um and and like the, that's that certainly is some fun stuff for for us to get to talk about but i think that i mean i think part of doing a, a podcast is us being able to have that that guy talk and, and talk with adults <laughs> and, and and get away from just the kids and, and, and maybe the wife sometimes too because you know I, I i talked my wife's uh ear off about politics and, and things probably the first five years we were together now she doesn't want to hear that shit anymore like, oh, yeah. she's over that shit so um, i don't want to hear you talk okay <laughs> right you're not saying anything yeah i don't really have anything i just <laughs> i'm just gonna rehash the same bullshit over and over again and try and get you to argue with me and you don't want to do that so I don't. <laughs> well and i think that's, that's part of it that's part of being, being with someone for so long and then eventually that that how it's work conversation becomes the same too you know i'm you know she asked me how it works going for me and i'm like well some of my students are assholes and they don't turn their stuff on time and i ask her how it works going and she's like some of my patients are assholes and then they yell at me and they won't take their meds like and you're like okay all right this is pretty consistent well, this like, like, <laughs> that sounds like last week um so <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so um, so I think this gives us an outlet to talk about things that are a little bit um, you know, more more complex than than just the normal everyday, which leads to you giving me homework every week. Jesus, Jason. Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot less than it was. That's for sure. And most time, it's not bad. We did a rapid fire uh, like a couple months back that, where I think we did ten again, like we used to do, and we did a yeah. good job of, of moving from one to the other. But oh, yeah. but that's that's a lot of reading, and then. Um, trying to keep all that straight in your head, especially after you had a couple beers. Uh, oh, yeah. Which is probably why the train wrecks were so frequent in the beginning. Oh, yeah. I think that's that's fair to say. Well, you got to build up your tolerance, right? So you, if you're starting to drink heavily, you got those first couple nights are going to be our livers, our, our livers are probably in better shape now than they have they were a year ago. We'll put it that way. For, oh, there shit. You go. Well, and, and I definitely like the format. We're now typically whenever we do new stuff, we're, we're down to more like five articles and we can go a little more in depth on them. Um, yeah. And I enjoy our, our analysis of that stuff because I like to get multiple perspectives on on the news. And then, you know, I like uh, I think we're both pretty critical of sources. And I, I think you might even bring even a little more critique to the source than than me often and uh, i think that's important uh, to be skeptical about about the news that you're getting um yeah, it's, it's not like i'm it's not like i'm saying it's all fake and you know trust no one but i am saying not. trust no not. one and there, it might be fake so or what i shouldn't say it might be fake what is uh, you know like i said before follow the money and and what are we oh, what are yeah. we doing we you know it's it's just a it's a paradigm shift and as long as you recognize it and you're not making you know life or death choices on a you know twitter title <laughs> right 
then you're all good. Something meant to maybe enrage you and get a bunch of clicks, right? Yeah, you got fact check, and then you got to be aware of bias, which is what you just said. And and that that's what I, I always tell my students is that there's always going to be a bias. There always is. There's always an agenda. E- even if the person sharing this with you doesn't realize there's an agenda, there's an agenda. Um, and, I can and, I can say that myself. A lot of the stuff yeah. that I pick is meant to either illustrate some sort of <laughs> problem or issue or meant to titillate and get a response. You know, Here's why the news is lame. And also this one's going to annoy Dan. So we'll talk about it. But like, <laughs> right. you know, so maybe maybe that's something, too, is that I, I, I like picking some things that are inflammatory because it, I think it makes for interesting conversation, too. I mean, it always does. Yeah. right? Oh, yeah. That's not not ever going to be the, the case of things. Um, maybe that's well, an it, interesting. Maybe that's a, a well, I will put it this way. So while that's been a very, you know, obvious theme in 2020, who knows what 2021 might bring? Maybe that's 2020, true. Maybe 2021 will be the year of articles where I'm just like, fuck all this fucking bullshit. I can't take <laughs> You never know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it could continue to evolve. Well, and I think um, I think what, one of the things we were planning kind of down the road is to get into um, kind of some uh, deep dives into specific topics, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And well, we, did, I, you know, we did like the, the Oscar Wilde, you know, our, our literary review. That was awesome. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I had a blast with that one. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to some of that. Um, and, and we'll just see how, how some of that stuff gets, gets picked up. Because we often end up bringing up some really deep things politically or socioeconomically and uh, and talk, talking briefly about these big things, but I, I guess that'll give us a chance to kind of lay that foundation work again of, well, what do, what do we mean when we say, you know, socialist or Marxist or capitalist or, um, you know, what, what does that even mean in, in 2020 or 2021? Um, and does it mean something different today than it did, you know, back during the Bolshevik Revolution or something like that, you know? Um, so I, I think that that stuff could be interesting, but I think commentating on the media, which has been one of the big things that we do, is super important because um, that's so prevalent in everyone's lives. Who and, watches the Watchmen? Right, right. And and then to be, we're, we're preaching being critical of that shit. And uh, I, I think that's important. Skepticism, uh, healthy skepticism is, is important. Um, and to know the angles, like you said, who who's making the money? Well, what's the goal here? And the goal is almost always to get more clicks, to get more views, to get more shares, likes, dislikes, whatever. Um, and hell, I mean that that's what led led to a lot of the things that that happened after 2016 with the political climate is that all those things that used to be a little bit more like like he kind of knew it was about the ratings and you know bad publicity is still publicity have come right to the surface uh, you know with, with people like Trump um, because you know they would they say ridiculous horrible things and it doesn't matter because that's just just more publicity like um, yeah. well that's that's the old I mean that's an that's a you know no publicity is bad you know right how was it saying no publicity is bad publicity or or any publicity is good plus i don't know what it is basically i mean it's an old school you know as long as you're as long as someone is talking about you whether it's good or bad it's it's free publicity and and it's funny because that used to be that used to be said before media mutated into what it is now yeah i mean like it's probably truer now than it ever was before which is fucking crazy because i think we all thought oh not we all i mean i think it was 
pretty obvious. Like if you look at fiction and things like that, we all thought we were the, the penultimate fear was we were heading for like a sort of, you know, Soviet, you know, Pravda, Soviet era, like Pravda, where it's all controlled and metered out and, you know, the messages, style, yeah, the, yeah. The messages, you know, ground into your face. And it's weird because that's in a way is exactly what happened because you cannot escape the message and the message is always there and it's always prevalent and it's in everything right. all the time. You know, when you got guys that are commentating on a football game and they stop mid game to talk about the latest, you know, social issues and make right. sure that that's that about Black Lives Matter or sure COVID that that, or making, make sure that the message about that is driven home in the middle of what's basically a, an ode to just pure entertainment and selling shit. To, right. You know, it, I mean, it, it really has happened, but it's been a soft sell, a soft, it's, it's a soft apocalypse, basically. It's a, I, <laughs> There's a guy, there's a guy I, re- I read and you know, he, he's, he had a post recently and it was basically, his name is Mark, Mark, Ma- oh, I'm going to fuck it up. Mark Manson, Mark Mason, Mark Mason. I think it is. Um, I better check that. Cause <laughs> fact check, please. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, Ma- Mark Manson. Um, and his post was essentially that we're in a slow motion car wreck right now. <laughs> And, uh, you know, the, the idea is that, you know, it's everyone's his his main thing is everyone's quibbling about what's on the radio and no one's actually watching, you know, the flaming semi trailer that we're slowly crashing into, you know, that, and that's that's, that's the problem yeah. is that we we do not have our perspective. And, you know, that's I think a lot of that has to do with how we're battered by our, you know, 1984 in 2020. I mean, it's you you can't escape your phone. You can't escape anything. It's whatever yeah, message, it, it, whatever message wants to be delivered to you is getting rammed down your throat no matter what unless and it's are, about now it's about right now almost all yeah. the time right yeah. it's really yeah. about like what's going on in 10 years yeah. like it's, it's, and the, it's the what real, happened five seconds ago like, and the real insidious thing about it is that it is designed that no one can really escape it to the point where if you're not aware of it you're being left out and it's designed to make you then engage into it which is super yeah. fucking creepy because the 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 secret code has been entered and everyone is talking and it's funny because you it, you know they, they used to get commented on like oh it's water cooler talk with the latest you know oh did you see the right. latest episode of game of thrones and did all that shit was the groundwork you know episodic yeah. things yeah. like that you know oh this is the best show everyone's watching it oh i better start watching it so i have something to talk about but i mean that's been everything ever but it's like accelerated now well yeah it stopped being it's about shows and now it's about what what news do you do you watch right yeah, like- which, is, which is even more fucked up because you know talking about the local sports game that just happened or you know whatever show you watch was rather you know was it's the soldier, it's just passing the time. Yeah, you're not you're not doing any heavy heavy lifting. Right, but now but we're trying to, but instead of, you know, doing like what we're doing, which is having conversations about it, we're trying to cram all it into 15 seconds. And what do you have in 15 seconds? You're just yelling. You're trying to yell over. You're basically trying to yell over the other person to get your point across. That's because that's, that's what we have. Instead of having conversations and, and expressing deep thoughts and trying to, you know, understand somebody we've run up, we're we're trying to cram all that mass into a tiny little space. And the only thing that's the, the turd that's squeaking through is loud and angry. Well, yeah, that, and I think, people enter into that conversation already at the point where they believe that their side and their well, information they're being, they're is being right. Told the, they're being told the other side is either wrong or, or they evil. Need to be, or right. they need like, to be fixed. Right. They need to be converted. Uh, you, you you have to save them. We've turned everybody into a right evangelist in a way, which is crazy. I mean, we, we we're, I mean, it's it's turning everybody into like crazy zealots. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. And it's and the thing is, like, I say that, but in reality, we're really not doing that. It's just that that's all that's being talked about anymore. And we're doing yeah. it right now. We're engaging in it right now. We're, we're fucking guilty of the same shit. You know, sure. it's like, and you, the only thing anyone's ever talking about is the extremes. But that's the problem is those extremes are the extremes. And, you know, they're, I don't know, dude, 2021 is going to be interesting. When, when you push, <laughs> when you push your extremes all the way around where they're bumping into each other on the other side of the circle, some, something's going to be, there's going to be some interesting shit. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. And, and again, what, what we're really leaning into there is that this is all ideological. So if that's what everyone's talking about, you know, if that's all that's on the news, all that's on TV, all that everyone's debating, that becomes part of that culture. Um, and so you'll have, you know, this 17, 18 year old uh, teenagers having arguments po- politically that are basically them yelling at each other in a hallway. Like and, and like you said, there's no hearing each other. There's no converting each other. But that's that's where they started with this over the top message that the other side is evil it's wrong you can't possibly meet them in the middle there is no middle but the real reality once you break out of that it's that all fucking media, it's, it's all yeah it's all middle and almost all of us are in the fucking middle get back to the fucking middle and in like it's like um why do they assume that the middle doesn't sell because it's because it's not it's not the train wreck it's not the shooting it's not the car chase right i mean but i think that's why right that's like it, you know what it is it's fucking lazy it's fucking lazy yeah. because it's because it's harder to sell the middle isn't it <laughs> it's super it's super easy to sell shit to people that want it right right yeah, i think we want it right now but maybe we didn't i mean one of the things we talked about is back in the 90s what was it back kind of the mid mid 90s politics were kind of all in the middle and it was oh, hard yeah, to we, see we, a difference we rolled, we've talked we, plenty about we that rolled, right we rolled into the 2000s and it was that there was a great everybody out there the whole two people that might be listening to this that isn't dan and myself <laughs> there's a music video rage against the machine did it in the early i think it was like 2000 because it was about the uh baby bush and gore election where they ran yeah. footage of them talking about issues and they literally were saying the, the exact, same shit like, <laughs> it was hilarious but that's you know that's where we were and and that's that's okay too because i mean it at one so here's the funny thing about that i'd almost prefer that because then if they're on the same you know if they're on the same page of most of the issues yeah then where they don't agree that's where the choice needs to be made you know what i'm saying like you can focus right yeah Yeah. it's it's really easy to just pick somebody who's tweaking your you know hot spots and massaging your nipples for all the stuff you're really hot for but then when (laughs) But when, when, when it comes down to it, that fucking shit isn't, no one's touching that shit. Yeah. No, that's just no, not changing at all. None, that, yeah. That's your second amendment rights and abortion rights shit. You're right. like, like that, and, that's and not I'm, fucking changing. Like, <laughs> and I, I will point this out. There's no fucking concrete wall between here and Mexico. Right. Right. As much as we bitch and moan about it, like it's, Guantanamo he didn't get to build this wall. Like, Guantanamo Bay is still open. It didn't shut down. There's still terrorists. <laughs> I mean, They're waiting trials from the Obama I'm just, administration. I'm, like, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know, it's it's like the perspective there right after after a year of doing this perspective <laughs> have some motherfucking perspective yeah. yeah i think that's that's super important but i think that era is what got us into people voting based upon you know one thing well i'm i'm really into guns so i'm against gun control like or i'm pro-life like and i think that was bad for us politically because people were would just focus on one issue it, it, which i call smokescreen issues like those are meant to distract us yeah. from the, of the real yeah. shit like, you, you should actually you, be concerned you, about like you, you turn people into this you you convince people that they're 
they're one issue voters when they don't need yeah. to be. It, when they nobody should be basically yeah. like um, it, may, it, maybe the environment because it affects so much. But even then, try not to be a single issue voter, right? Um, yeah. But then the other half of the populace was like, they're all the fucking same anyway, and they don't fucking listen to us. Fuck politicians. I'm not voting, and we're still seeing that today. <laughs> you know, where or, a or, huge or, group or of the, voters don't vote and, and the, don't care, or the, they're too down. The or the reverse that happens, which is fuck them. They don't listen to us. I'm just going to vote for a wild card. Yeah, and we've seen that, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, will, I, will say, I will say that if if these last four years have been anything, that should be the warning to American politicians to pay the right. fuck attention to the actual people that you're supposedly representing. because And not just polls, you know, yeah. and not just a, certain American, segments of the population. And Americans as, as sort of, you know, um, sort of cowed as we've supposedly become, obviously you can piss them off to oh, the point yeah. where they will just gut check the fuck out of you. Um, and I think that's that's probably that's probably the, the saddest thing about the last four years. I mean, there's a lot of sad things, but if you really think about it, it's that the politicians that we have are so fucking tone deaf that they can't even figure out that the public is angry enough where they will just be like, no, we're not doing this your way. I, 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 mean, I think they, they may look, have not believed that that would happen. Goes, <laughs> well, it, it, goes, it goes both ways. I mean, look at the fucking DNC. They had to sabotage Bernie twice. I know. I mean, because he's too extreme, fuck. Jason. That's, that's fucked up. Where I mean, it's it would be one thing if it was just one side, and it's it's certainly politically convenient that that's how it's being played. But it really isn't true. Both sides are like fucking sick. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. unfortunately, we got you know four years of a circus act instead of four years of an angry guy yelling <laughs> about economics. I, you know what? Well, I'm saying? Yeah, it's, a, it's a crazy, crazy. Uh, economic experiment that could have blown yeah. up. Who knows? I mean, I doubt it because I don't well, think who, much would have changed. Right? Well, I mean, no, I think no, that's no, the I mean, biggest thing. Nothing changes. Like, well, here, here's the thing. What would Bernie have done differently this year? That's a that might be that's a good question. Considering all the insanity that happened in the last year, um, I, I mean, it's it's probably important that, that, that we get that we just that say too that we are we're recording this before the election results are in too. So if, if it's if it seems like we're dancing around who gets elected, we are. Um, but yeah, what what would have Bernie done differently? I mean, I think so much of the presidency is ideological, right? So if you see Bernie up on the screen and he's wearing a mask and then he takes it off to make his speech and then he puts it back on and this seems dumb but more people will go yeah I should be wearing a mask that's <laughs> fucked up it's, it's fucked up but it's totally true we have a herd mentality and if our quote leader which is what the presence is supposed to fucking be is setting an example of wearing a mask more people will wear a mask versus right now we're not a lot of the populace doesn't wear a mask and it's because Trump made it political and that's I really think, bad I for us we, I, think, <laughs> I, think, like, I think we did that because I'm, I'm uh, no I don't, he did I that no he man, no. See, that's because if you look at there's, give me one president who had some sort of sway like that in what they were doing. Like, like think about all the presidents we've had. Not a single uh, motherfucking one of them actually influenced the populace by what they were doing or not doing. That's that's a very modern way to look at the problem. And and you're not wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying like that's a that's a very modern current way to look at what the presidency is. You know, because that like, that, that may very well be. If, but if the, and no one was going out and injecting polio into their bodies after watching FDR struggle. No, 
no. But but <laughs> today is way different, man. Because <sighs> because there's so much eyes on, there's so much news coverage all the time. And then what what I mean by by him saying an example is that you know if your president is saying like we have to go into Iraq, we have to beat the terrorists, like you whether you How agree with that or not, that starts to become part of the ideology of what America is. Okay, right? so so I'll, I'll, here's my challenge to that. How did we end up with Trump after eight years of Obama? If what you're saying is true, where what the president says and how he acts and how he holds himself influences the political body and America in general and makes us act the way or think we should be acting the way the president does, how the fuck do we end up with Trump after eight years of Obama? I mean, Trump is a direct <laughs> reaction to eight years of Obama, don't you think? No. I mean, you I don't think so? I, I think he's a direct <laughs> reaction to just a general annoyance with politicians in Washington in general. Well, it, it can I be that actually, too, right? I think, I think he's I think he's a direct reaction to what the political parties were running for 2016. I don't Maybe. think he's a re- he's not a reaction to Obama. He's a reaction to Hillary and Mitt Romney or McCain. Was it McCain they were running? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, he he's a publicity stunt gone wrong um, because yeah. they, they didn't think he would get the nomination. He'll never get the nomination. And then yep. the people were like, yeah, we want this fucking asshole. Um, and uh, But I think you can see him as a reaction to, to like Obama because Obama wanted to do big changes like changing the way healthcare works. And oh, the he GOP, did, he did. The GOP <laughs> was pushing messaging, Jason, to 50 ish percent of the populace claiming that that's limiting your rights it's taking away free choice it's really bad for you uh, obamacare is the worst thing ever he's the devil and so and what, this- what's the exact polar opposite of a an enlightened well-educated well-spoken black man what's the exact opposite of that a racist old fucking white millionaire <laughs> I mean, right? Do you get much more polar opposite than that? Um, it could have been a Muslim. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you. I mean, it's not a Christian, even though the Christians have gotten behind Trump. Um, but uh, oh, so here's here's the thing. Before we before we cut this, yeah, we're fucking we're off the rails already. So no, uh, this is great. One, one of the one of the things that you said was interesting. Um, when you were talking about uh, everything that happened and and what we had done is you said, well, fifty percent of the population is that that right there is that's a statement that definitely sort of you know talks about where we've we've gotten is that it's now convenient to just look at the country divided in half you know we we say it now because we mm-hmm. see it now and we're definitely told that's the way it is and it's us versus them and and that's a that's a crazy change too right i mean that's that's very yeah. very different than where we had been 20 years ago um so that's well, that's, it, an, it, that's interesting it really, really like depends that. on where you're getting your news right it really does and and it's not exactly a 50 50 split and and yeah, sir, there are some news sources that are more in the middle. And it's not just Fox News versus CNN. But but let me tell you, I only tune into CNN whenever I want to get riled up. Like you know, like like that's what it is. It's a it, it gets you all fired up politically about something, and that's what they're there to do, right? Do they're remember, they're remember, there to motivate you. Do you remember when polite conversation used to be? You didn't talk about religion, politics, mm-hmm. or abortion. It was like the those were like the three key things you never wanted to do when you had wanted polite conversation. You know, we were trying to be civil. Yeah. But and now we've just we've just dunked on that. And that's all anybody really wants to talk about now. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if it's gone.
gone that far. I actually think it's really bad not to talk about those kinds of things. But I mean, um, but I mean, like polite conversation. So, like, you're you're in a store and you're going to oh, start yeah. have a conversation with you know somebody buying vegetables next to you, right? Then yeah, I mean, have, no, have we got no. have we gotten to the point where you're going to look at their MAGA hat and then make some snide ass fucking comment or you know judge them as they're picking up a rutabaga? Well, what? what <laughs> here's a question for you: Why yeah. why are you wearing a MAGA hat or why are you why do you have a Bernie Sanders sticker on your car? Like you have that shit to signal to other people. I mean, it's the Christians drawing a fish in the sand, isn't it? It's signaling to other people, hey, I support this person. Right? I guess so, so. So if you don't want fucking commentary on that shit, stop wearing your fucking hat. But why does it why does it have to be support with like a capital S? I, again, I, I think I think you blame the media on that <laughs> because mm. they, they've gotten so loud and polarizing about about things that so that's that's what's made it that way. So it's us versus them, like you said. And um, here's here's my here's my final monkey wrench that I'm gonna pitch. Mm-hmm. So what you just said, you got to blame the media, right? But I, I think they've made it extreme like that. Um, right. And I think the politics have done it too. But so so here's here's the final monkey wrench for you. Are you ready for it? <laughs> no. <laughs> so we we I think we both agree that the media is heavily heavily at fault for the insanity we're now dealing with, right? I mean, yeah, to a large okay. extent, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whether they meant to or not, I think they are heavily because, like we said, publicity, right? <laughs> right. And, and here's here's the gut punch for that. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, with the way everything is, you know, smartphones, internet, all that, I mean, really, everyone is the media. So now... I was I afraid you were going to say that. We're the media, yeah, Jason? Is that what you're saying? We are the media. We are the media. It's, it, 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 this is our Luke Skywalker moment with Vader. Like, no! Yep, we are the media. <laughs> it can't be! <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are the no, media. So no. it is our fault, too. <laughs> I mean, and it's funny. I, I say that, and we're laughing about it, but technically, we're you know, you and of I course. doing this. Of course, part of that issue. I think we're really conscious of it, though, right? Like, so, so you watch well, CNN or Fox News; they I are don't. commentating on how the media skews people and right. fucking moves them far left or far right. We're very, very politically open and, and aware of that, right? Um, I think we're we're upfront about it, which I don't necessarily makes doesn't. I don't think it makes us better, but what I think it does is it makes us try to be conscientious about it. Yes, um, aware of what we're doing. Um, and at the same time, we're not trying to make a buck. Um, or to push you one way or the other. If anything, no, we're trying to commentate from both sides, almost or, always, right? Or or dissuade you from having a side altogether. Taking a side, yeah, exactly. exactly right? I mean, that, or or better yet, I, I maybe I mean yes, maybe some of that. But at the same time, maybe also dissuade you from just you know always trying to pick a side. You know, you don't have to have. That's probably the most fucked up thing. Mm-hmm. Is why does why do why do we feel like we always have to have a side in something? Because you have to belong to a tribe or a group. I, I, think, I think it's I think it's by logical but it used to not all right Joy. So finishing finishing comments Craig. <laughs> here's after my closing comment um, <laughs> so you, you've been after a year well know about what we were just talking about so you've been we've been kind of comparing all of our commentary on the media and saying that it's it's like 1984 and I could see where you're coming from um, except there's one key difference there in 1984 the media was super controlled propaganda style by an overarching pure, totalitarian like government Soviet Russia basically the, is what 1984 was right I mean that's that's the time frame it was written 
basically, basically. But but so in in that version, it's the government that's controlling the message. And in, in ours, it's political parties, two two huge political parties that probably have the same goal of dividing America because you're easier mm. to control when you're div- divided, and a huge mainstream media conglomerate that's all about making money, not about telling you the news. Um, and so it's it's to me, it's more like Brave New World, which which like you said is you know if if there's something trending something going on you need to be aware of it so that you can talk about it and if you're not you're going to be ostracized people are going to be like why don't you know about you know gamergate or pizza gate or whatever gate. right um you're not you're not plugged in right yeah gate super gate like um it's ridiculous right but um i think that's what it is it's more of a, a brave new world thing where you need to be ideologically like toned in and zeroed in on everything that's going on all the time so that you can talk with all the people about it and get all riled up with them and and act the way your base and, and your group is supposed to be acting S- signal to your group that you're part of the group um and then that's that's what ends with these clashes right because since there's two groups in brave new world there's one group it's one fucking group so everybody's mirroring each other back and forth it's a utopia it's great it's horrible go read the book it's a disaster but um but in ours there's two separate groups so when you show up signaling like Trump, 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 or Bernie, 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 Bernie. Um, and, and you run into someone who's signaling the opposite, you explode. <laughs> but when you run, right? But when you run into someone who's signaling the same, you just amplify, and you're more like, yeah, I'm right. See, because so and so at at the grocery store said Ouch. good, good MAGA hat. <laughs> so that's that's my my closing thing. And, and the, if anything, I hope that we've pointed that out over the course of a year, and I hope we'll be able to continue to to make that kind of um commentary on kind of the broader picture of what's going on in America. Um, and, and for me, that's been a real blast. I've, I've just loved it. What, what about you? What, um, what are your, your closing I can't thoughts? believe we did this for a year. Um, Fucking A. Good, good on us. If we're going to take over the world, uh, we need to follow Joe Rogan's advice and start doing this two times a week, which is insane. And yep. yeah, and smoke yeah, a lot of yeah, weed yeah, while yeah. you do it. I'm pretty sure well, that's what he does. More. <laughs> um, get, that, get that Spotify <laughs> money. I guess that works, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, it's it's really amazing that we did this for a year or, or doing it for over a year and I think that's kind of cool and um, I'm happy for that uh, I like all the stuff we've explored um, I mean I think the timing was pretty cool because you know this next year might be more I, I don't know how much more it's so fucked up because it's like what a fucking year to start doing this where you roll into a fucking pandemic as, all right. you know the whole country literally starts to you know it's it's funny you say oh the, the country's in fire but in in some respects that is actually literally the truth now where we we started with urban we, i mean we, we were like oh shit, right. we got so crazy we're burning cities and now we're just you know i don't know i'm, I'm assuming california i was gonna say is california now washington oregon they're still on fire <laughs> i mean it's fucking bananas it's you know almost biblical in the you know scale of craziness uh so yeah right. man, it's uh i i don't know i i don't want 2021 to be as crazy but fuck man what a fucking year to start doing this and uh yeah i'm glad i'm i'm glad i'm doing it with yeah. you there we go that, that's hey. my final thought yep. i'm glad i'm doing it with you buddy uh, I'm, I'm proud of us oh, here's the five Jesus. more years am i right <laughs> I think, I think that it's been a pleasure, man. Here's a one year for two time, time out for it, anyways. Because as soon as the kids are legal adults, we're no longer really dads anymore. We can just fucking hang it up, right? So it's, it's, 
there's only, there's only, there's only, there's only so, you know, so much time when we can pretend like it's talking about being dads and family. <laughs> I, I love it, man. Well, thanks yeah, so man. much for doing the podcast only for you, oh, dude. I can't awesome. believe you put up with this nonsense for a year. And uh, yeah, I'm, yes. looking, I'm looking forward to another great year, dude. Yeah, dude. It's, it's been a real pleasure. And uh I don't know. I've I've loved the the evolutions. I can't wait to see where it, where it goes in in the next uh, Sweet baby Jesus. 50, 52 episodes. There huh? should be some fun stuff to talk about. <laughs> All right, man. Bye. All right, dude. <laughs> uh, catch you next time. I'll catch you next <laughs> time. All right, buddy. <laughs> see ya. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last, I lied.